What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am one of your hosts, Hebrew Hammer, and I am, of course, here again with Muggin. Yo. Yo, no sound bite today with you? That strangely feels like I need it now, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, but that means, obviously, for all of you listening out there, Dehooch is not with us again this week. He promises he will be back here again next week, or at least I had canoned it to make sure that that happened. So yeah, right. hopefully that will happen. I actually don't know why he's gone this week. I uh, I assume I think he said he had a wedding. Him. I think it was a wedding. That's right, a wedding. Okay, so just bad bad timing again. But either way, next week we'll make sure that we drag him here one way or the other. But in at least kind of retro style, we do not have any of the sound bites, so that may be a good thing for some of you people listening <laughs> it took a little while for me to get used to the sound bites yeah right or his or his poor timing to use to use the sound bites i should or the, say always or the get we get signaled too is like oh yeah, yeah exactly on, let me it's find always, it. yeah exactly it's, it's always a little too late <laughs> it's just about um i think getting used to like you know i'm sure he's got this deck of 36 buttons next to him and it's like, exactly He's and not, gotta, he's not like, it's not like when you're typing where you can like not even look, he's got to get that like locked in. So yeah, exactly. It, it takes some memorization. Yeah, but he'll get there. He'll get there. Exactly. It's kind of fun. It, I, the thing I, I like about it is he's not using it annoyingly. It's just kind of like, he's got a couple spots where he knows he uses it and then he kind of sneaks them in here and there. So yeah, he sprinkles it in, sprinkles yeah. it in. Yeah. All right. Well, we have lots of stuff to go over today. Um, so let's go ahead and first kick it off with what we did this week. I know that we overlap on some of the things anyways, but Muggin, go ahead and kick us off. What did you do this week? Uh, well, okay, so I started, I've been meaning to watch this, so I started watching Archive 81. I don't know if you've seen that. I have you've not even one? heard of it before. So it's a Netflix show, and it um, it's a kind of like a suspense horror, supernatural, like descent into madness cult mm-hmm. show. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was announced last week that it will not get. It's been canceled because you know how Netflix do. Um, of course. Even though, like, I think they said that its numbers were like in the top ten or something for the year in like initial week viewings. What? Yeah, like it was in the top ten for like the, for like weeks. But they just, I get, I don't know. There if it was has to be a reason why. Well, yeah, I mean, drop off. I don't there know. It could something. be. I don't know what they. Nobody really knows what their real like algorithm is. What their is. metric is. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, it, it, I don't know if it's like staying power or they look at like increase in subscription numbers or or, or user retention or if they're looking at how many I, people I feel like are it has to be show drop off rate. Like after the first week, how many people are still watching that show? Right, which or, is, the, the problem with that is that it's like, this is where I think Disney has been extremely smart. And even like with and, and even to me like the the way that um, Arcane was dropped and, and Amazon mm-hmm. did the same thing with um, Critical Role when you right. when you drop the entire thing at once basically you get like a week of internet chatter about it and then it's gone yeah exactly. whereas like you got Mando for ten episodes they get two and a half months of a constant drip of people talking about it and dissecting every episode and doing yeah. all this stuff. When you can watch the whole thing in one shot, you don't take the time to dive as deep because you just 
roll on to the next episode and find the answers, you know? So, like, this one was, like, it was bon- it's bonkers. So, I'm on the halfway through the second, you know, there's eight episodes. I'm halfway through episode seven. Mm-hmm. It's Just to be clear, they have already good. confirmed that they are not renewing. They are not. Right? So, okay. my wife and I were like, well, because we were talking about watching it, and then... Like the day before we started watching it, they announced it wasn't getting an episode, a season two. So we were like, oh, well, do we watch it? Oof. I dug around a little bit, and a lot of people were like, yeah, I mean, like they don't need a season two because it's kind of self contained. Like it's answered. It's like this season is over. So I don't know if, I don't know if they were just, it was only ever going to be one season or if the idea was they do like a different, a different, like each season was its own compartmentalized story, but they had like, an overarching something or it was just always about like being some kind of crazy supernatural thing you know but it only lasts the season so since i haven't seen the end i don't know if there was anything that could drag into a new season but right. the the ride so far has definitely been worth it it's really good um hmm. so i'll finish it up and then next week i'll let you know if it's if it leaves you in a crap spot so it's not worth watching or if it's worth watching even <laughs> though it won't get a season two um yeah a show no, i mean <laughs> i i am i gotta say the like it whenever it comes to shows like that and it's good that you said i guess that it's kind of self-contained with the one season because whenever i hear about shows that are already like ticked off that they're not going to be renewed I immediately don't want to watch the show usually because I'm like, ugh, that either means A, it wasn't good, in my mind at least, it means A, it wasn't good, or B, they probably were prepping for, a, like, it's going to leave me wanting a season two that I'll never yeah. get. So, yeah, I'm not sure that's how like, I feel about that. That's why I like stuff like Gravity Falls. It's like those guys were like, we're going to do three seasons, that's it, no more. People were begging them to continue, and right. they, they legit never... Um, never they never did right they just they, yeah, they said they nope, we're not going to do it we wrote this thing as this section it's all written it's done that's it you know all right 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 um the other thing i did was um i have watched the first two episodes of halo <laughs> <laughs> i've watched the first two episodes of halo um i think we're going to do a dive into that after this as like a little patron gift but I will give my non-spoilery. I, oh God, I wrote something about it the other day <laughs> in Discord, and um, it kind of was like a nice, succinct thing where it was like, if you took his armor and didn't make it look like Halo, and you just got rid of the plasma swords, mm-hmm. you know, the, that like double-bladed, like everybody knows it's the Halo plasma sword. Yeah, you wouldn't even know that that first episode had anything to do with Halo. Like, it was just the most generic, like, every single sci-fi, like, Mm -hmm. trope, um, you know, an expected thing, and not in a good way. Like, you can can make, like, you know, like, oh, the big evil military corporation that's trying to save the world, but they're really bad guys, and the you know super soldier that has no feelings that all of a sudden has feelings and is confused and you know alien technology that's going to destroy the universe and then like random human that's been taken in by the aliens and is also now intent on destroying humanity it's like how many of these things can you like pile into one episode and then go 
yeah, I mean, like, whatever. Who who cares? Like, I yep. literally, after watching that episode, if it wasn't for this cast and wanting to just, like, see if this could even be salvaged, I, I wouldn't even or, have watched Or how bad second, it gets. I wouldn't even have watched the second episode. But yeah. when the second episode gets even, like, gets... It, it has, like, some moments here and there where you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Oh, okay, that's interesting. But then it just, like... It just immediately makes you go, Ugh, why? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just for me overall, it's, it's not good. Um, I'm the same. I mean, we'll definitely talk about it more, you know, after this, we, whenever we're finished up with this, we'll give you guys like a few seconds to click off, but then we're going to go right into a spoiler halo discussion where we just beat on halo for a while for our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Just for our patrons, yeah. <laughs> bonus, bonus patron jams. Um, but yeah, so that's the, I don't know. Um, on the other hand, Moon Knight, I thought, yes. was the shit. Like, I couldn't I, really think of anything in that episode that I, where I was like, no. I was all, I was all about <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I really liked about it was that a lot of the stuff that you, I would say, Definitely most of the stuff that you saw in the commercials all was in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not, I'm not really feeling like the spoilery stuff to come, right? Like I really don't know anything going forward that I saw. So I like that. And even though I saw so much of that, you know, in the trailers, like all these like little parts of this episode, I still really never really knew what was what was coming because of it. Because they purposely they do an incredibly good job of keeping you as confused as the main character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is which is one of the most beautiful things about the show, I think, so far, is that they really don't give you more information than what he has, which is a style that is really fucking refreshing. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, like um, you're not you're not a person on the outside just watching everything happen. Like right, you're not getting context from two characters over there. That at least can't in, be heard by and the at least character. in this episode, in this episode, you're only seeing it from Steven's perspective. Exactly. You know, exactly. so obviously everybody knows it's about a guy with split personalities, right? I mean, I think that's pretty well understood. So yeah, the 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 character is actually named Mark Spector. He's a he's a mercenary. He's a fighter. Blah blah blah. And then he has. This Steven that is a, you know, a gift shop owner that that has like no nothing. Like he's just a normal ass dude, like who yeah. who refuses who's afraid to go to sleep because he thinks he sleepwalks. Right? So he he wait he will he'll randomly wake up in places, right? So he does all these crazy things, you know, to keep from going to sleep because he mm-hmm. thinks he's just sleepwalking. Meanwhile, he's you know, his other identities are coming out when he is not aware right so i thought some of the things that he was doing to to kind of keep track of whether he left or not or keep himself from leaving was pretty cool um Uh, definitely but yeah the the thing that was nice was anytime like he shifted into mark specter or whatever like Mm -hmm. you didn't see it like it 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 did this weird thing this cool like effect where it was like and then it was like bat you it was back to him, and and an unknown amount of time passed, and you saw yes. the aftermath <laughs> of whatever the other personality had it done. So I don't know if they're gonna maintain that throughout. It doesn't. I mean, obviously not because we're I don't gonna see so, Moon Knight, yeah. but 
you know, it'd be kind of cool if they if they like maybe shifted into Mark Spector and then you didn't see what Steven did or something. But it was I, I was thinking the same thing. It was yeah. really cool that like he was completely lost like as to what was going on. And it was it was pretty pretty interesting. I thought Oscar Isaac did a fantastic job. Oh yeah. That slapstick yep. that slapsticky part, you know what I'm talking about, uh-huh. right? Was, yeah, was yeah, yeah, so oh, yeah. well executed, like <laughs> I was like, damn, he's got it. Yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was. Uh, there really is so much to love about. I, I definitely think it is my favorite pilot so far, mm-hmm. and I think that it has, like, I feel like this because this is the first time. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first time we have a character holding up a series of its own that hasn't been introduced already, right? Um, this is the first one, yes, because yeah. WandaVision, we already knew who Wanda and Vision were, and they were the ten poles. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Falcon, obviously. We already, we already knew who Loki. Fal- Loki, we already know him. And, and then, then this is, uh, and then this one. Uh, no, they are. Um, oh, Hawkeye! I'm forgetting Hawkeye. We, the we best one. So, um, so yeah, this is the first time where he's having to hold it up by himself, and so it feels a lot more. Like, no baggage. There's no baggage. You don't have the baggage of the MCU with it. Well, I mean, yes, that is true. But also, like, you know, usually shows have to work harder to keep you interested at the beginning, where opposed to the other ones, they knew they could be a little lazy with it because you know the characters and they already know that they have you on a hook for the most part. But with this one, like, it really felt like they they really wanted to ensure that people kept coming back. You know yeah. what I mean? Because there was more risk to lose people on this one because they had no yeah. idea. Yeah, and I think that's on. where, you know, yeah, it's like you, you, in the other ones you already have an investment with those characters. I think Exactly. I think in this one I think they made very smart casting choices because I think both Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke were friggin' mm-hmm. fantastic in the two, mm-hmm. you know, quote-unquote main-ish char- main characters that we've seen thus far. Um and I think, you know, there are people that were instantly invested when they saw that those two guys, especially Oscar Isaac, was 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 taking a, ma- a role here. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. um, they made smart casting decisions to kind of drag that along. But, yeah, I, yeah. you know, the next one is what? Miss Marvel, which already looks like a total mess to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> She-Hulk is coming as well. And, and both of Hopefully those are going to be, be good, yeah. you know, tent poles that are held up by characters we haven't seen in the MCU yet. Um, right, exactly. So, so hopefully this one really nails it to solidify yeah. that that it's worth it to watch the other ones. My concern is that this one is going to set a bar so freaking high, it's untouchable. That these yeah. other two are, are untouchable because you also got to realize like you've got some top tier acting talent mm-hmm. in this one, and I, and this is nothing against the, the 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 and I don't know their names, so bear you know. Take but that that's you know. The, the, that's part the of the lead, evidence there. the lead for Miss Marvel and the lead for uh, She-Hulk is that they will have to stand up against, you know, Oscar Isaac's work, you know, and, yeah. and Jeremy Renner and, you know, Sebastian Stan and and um, God, what's the guy who plays Falcon's name? Now I can't remember it. Um, uh, I never remember. Anyway, you know, and Elizabeth Olsen, like all these very well-known actors that have already kind of proved themselves in their roles. And then yeah. Oscar Isaac, who's obviously, you know, and, and Ethan Hawke who have proved themselves over countless other movies. Um, right. 
you know, I believe that the girl playing Miss Marvel is like kind of a newer actress too. Just even based on age, you would know that. But so then now you've got to deal with, can she yeah. hold that show up on her own? Um, I hope so. I mean, I, I there especially were with the controversial things. changes. Yeah, so. there were interesting things in the trailer, like how it was portrayed and some of the like effects they were doing and stuff. So I, I have hope that it will be unique enough to stand on its own, even if it doesn't have as high a caliber of some of these things. But the uniqueness allows it to kind of flourish in its own little sandbox. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I'm st- I'm not counting that out yet. No, I'm not. I either. do think. Yeah, I do think like. I want to make sure that the integrity is still there, but um, to like, you know, what her her original comic version was, you know, I'm okay with them changing some things as long as they're good changes. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I agree with you for her. Like she definitely has an uphill battle. The other girl in She-Hulk, she had a successful Amazon Prime series, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually watched it. I just don't remember what the name is now, but mm-hmm. she was like a sex addict. Um Ooh. Fun times. But yeah, I forgot what it's called. God damn it. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, we'll have to see with them. But either way, Oscar, Oscar Isaac fucking crushed it, at least in this first episode. The one thing I'm concerned about in this thing is that I feel like the villain, um, he, he is either going to be really fucking good and interesting or... Or he's going to be generic as fuck. I feel like it's going to be one way or the other. It will not be in between. Um, so it all kind of teeters on you know how it's going to happen and play out. But I feel like it will be one of those two things. So I'm really hoping that it will be <laughs> amazing. But either way, I think it's going to be a good series no matter what. Because they're doing a really good job at um, really exemplifying the character and he's mm-hmm. already a beloved character anyways from from like comic people from yeah. what i hear so well yeah that's the thing is it's like the other thing about this one that's really interesting is it's like you know i love moon knight so don't get me wrong here but he's not like a, right. you know an a-tier top shelf you know superhero right. he's he's always had smaller runs he's been rebooted a couple times he's been shelved a couple times um, he always generally has the same overall backstory and DID and everything like that, but mm-hmm. he's been shifted around here and there over time, kind of get his footing. And this is, you know, another take on the character, which seems to be pretty close to, you know, the last set of origin stuff and the active comic they have for it. But it's, it's right. again, it's, it's not like he's not Captain America or Spider-Man or, or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, so it's 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 I think it's cool to see them do this because if they can if they pull it off, which I think they're going to um, and they definitely did with this episode, it opens up so much like not every one of these shows has to connect to a movie. Right. It can just be a show and a character on its own. That's cool. You know, which is what I'm really looking forward to in the future. Open some doors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need everything to tie to the MCU movies and crap. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) All right, well, um, is that... Or you still have one more thing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I watched I Bridgerton Season 2, even though I never saw right. Season 1, because my wife was watching it. Oh, so. you didn't see Season 1? No, I didn't, so my wife season was Season 1 was it. way better than Season yeah, 2. She, so she explained, you know, kind of the basis of the Season 1 and whatnot, you know, when yeah. the character from Season 1 showed up and it was relevant. But, um, yeah, I thought it was cool. It was, it was an interesting um, series. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually like a big fan of Bridgerton. I really liked it a lot. Um, 
my girlfriend also liked it a good bit. Uh, she she and I watched the first season together. You better change um, that word. Yeah, I said girlfriend, didn't I? You <laughs> <Wife>. did. <laughs> Can they still do that sometimes? Um, yeah, anyway, st- it's still new. <laughs> well, it was well, it was because of one of the we watched it together when she was still my girlfriend. Yeah, the season one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, anyways, well, with Bridgerton season one, like it had absolutely like no weight in season two though which was honestly kind of a shame because uh i suppose if you're just coming in now this was probably like a, oh, okay that's a you know decent show um but for us relative to the last season it was kind of frustrating and uh just not as good i got really tired i suppose i mean you can probably see this too i got really tired of the Will they? Won't they? Oh scenario. yeah, we we my wife and I talked about that too. It was just like yeah, you know, but the third the third time they you know talk to each other in that way, you know, without having yeah. to spoil anything. You're just like, would you guys just just go find a freaking room already? Like exactly. I it was literally. I felt like I was in. I don't know, like a time loop. Dude, every single time it was like the same exact conversation that played out the same exact fucking way. And I was just like, you guys are both want to, but you won't. And then you both get mad because you won't. And then you end up leaving the room because you won't. And then you come back because you want to. Like, it was just a fucking secular nightmare that I got tired of. But either way, like, it, you know, ends off okay. But from what I understand, it already was renewed for two more seasons. And so basically, I found out, you know, very quickly what they were doing whenever I realized that the previous two characters, you know, main characters only one of them you see like twice Mm -hmm. but i really liked the guy from the previous season and you don't see him anymore at all he's no longer in the series they he said he knew it was a one-time season coming on that's all they wanted him for so like you know he, Mm -hmm. he was done but basically they're going each season they're doing one of the bridgerton children yeah it looks like the art the art student guy is probably set up to be the next one. I'm, I'm guessing. Yep. Yeah, it is going to be him, and then the next one's going to be Colin. The youngest yeah, they put one. a lot of um, emphasis on his story in, in his between there. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that's that. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. It's a it's a fun watch, I suppose. Like it's entertaining at the very least. Uh, not groundbreaking, but your girlfriend might really, really like season one. I'm not sure. A girlfriend, wife, whatever. So <laughs> there you go. There, that's always an option for you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that's it for you, right? Yep. I think I only had one other. Oh, for me, the other thing. Oh, two more things. Um, I did play uh, Tiny Tina uh, this week, and it was fucking good. Granted, I haven't played a bunch of it, but um, I've played probably about three hours, three, four hours of it. And it is so much fucking fun, dude. Um, you, you're not getting it, nor have you played it, right? No, I mean, I, I want to, but I just, like, something like that is very difficult for me to get. Yeah, because um, it's console. Well, console it's console, time. and it's, you know, a lot of shooting and guns and stuff, which we don't really let my son. Oh, like, that's right. That's right, yeah. Be around. Um, so it's just like, when, when with something like that, like, it's not like I can play it when he's awake, and then, you know, so now mm-hmm. you're dealing with, like, limited play time, and all the things that go with that so yeah it's 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 something that i want to play because i do love me some borderlands um yeah but it's I, i'm i'm definitely 
it's definitely one of those games where I'm in the, listen, in a couple of weeks, it's going to be half price. So I'll, I would just get it then or even wait longer, you know, to get it like yeah. mega cheap. Because like, I think like within six months, I picked up Borderlands 3 for like 10 bucks. So it's yeah, like, I mean, you're probably not wrong. They're going to they're going to blow the stupid thing out for mega cheap real quick. So it's just for me, it borders on, you know, buying it right away is something that you do if you know you're going to be able to play it because then you get on with all the people like all the multiplayer stuff because right, I know right. I can't do that. It's not as easy for me to justify like actually purchasing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I get that. But yeah, for this one, like you know, it felt really well, felt really good and interesting because it kind of had like a little Bioshocky element to it mm-hmm. with like the spells and stuff like that. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, kept the you know hilariousness and the the D and D action was fucking full on with uh, Tiny Tina dictating her her D and D to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really good time. Definitely a fun play. Um, we'll see how long the popularity lasts for it, though. Like, I'm curious to see if it is going to fall off as fast as um, Borderlands 3 did. Yeah, that game died off longer. real fast. I mean, I you think know, it does have or, its core base still, but like it's definitely. Yeah, it didn't have nearly as long of a time in the light as I thought it was going to. Yeah, I think, you know, I think Borderlands 2 really peaked f- that franchise. And yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's ever gonna get there again. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like to that level, just because. I mean, of I the think that part of, of it's. I think part of it is just like. It seems like it's getting harder for any multiplayer game, to stay in the limelight long, the further we go. It, like as far as like you know, every year it seems like each game is getting less and less time. In the sunlight, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is. I I don't know if it's just like game fatigue, where we see so many new games come out so quickly, and we're like, "Ooh, new shiny thing," and everyone leaves, or what? But like, oh, you know, I definitely I, think that has that 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 plays into it big time. Yeah, like so there's so I, much. I think gone are the, the days time. with the big big ass MMOs. You know, there's definitely still there there is, you know, still some of them, but they're the player bases relative to probably what they were before are still like far and few between. And I don't see like anyone talking about them ever really. Like I well, don't know. Final, it just seems like well, it's less final fantasy 14 is doing just fine. Um, I've, yeah, I've seen their numbers. They're very good. How does it compare to um, like, you know, height of world of Warcraft though? bigger? bigger yeah currently it is that could it, just be it, because of population it has ex- so. ex- it has exceeded the the uh, the highest ever that world of warcraft was as i understand it hmm. so. well yeah well either way it's just you never like with world of warcraft like i you always hear about it like it was you know almost an icon right and well it was the society. first one to get to to main what i would call mainstream popularity um, right, but after that, like even these ones, like Final Fantasy has more. But like, I mean, at fucking everyone was surprised whenever we heard about the number of for Final Fantasy, because like mm-hmm. we were like, who the fuck? Like I didn't never even knew anyone played that game. You know, there's yeah. just something there's just something weird where it just seems like no one's sticking around on these games for that long. Or I, I don't know. That's yeah. just what it it seems to me. I guess it's subjective. Um, 
But anyways, uh, that and then, oh, I saw a movie. I saw that one with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Super small, but um, oh, it the was lost, the one where... whatever. Yeah, The Lost City of the D or something like that. And uh, at least that was the name of her book and, and the thing. I don't remember the name of the title of the movie, actually. But either way, it was decent at best. <laughs> I don't know if there was a few very laughable moments. But um, other than that, it got super cheesy, super fast. Mm-hmm. And it got it was one of those things where, like, the guy is a complete idiot. And, like, Channing Tatum's character is a complete idiot for the first half of the movie. And then she starts to see him as, like, a, re- a real person. And then all of a sudden he becomes like more intelligent magically, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of a more respectable person. So I, I don't, I'm thinking to myself, right. How was he such a fucking dumbass the first half of the movie? And now he's like a normal person. So I don't know. One of those things I didn't really quite understand that dramatic mm-hmm. of a shift in a day, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, that's that, but that's it for what we did this week. That's over. We can go ahead and go to the more movies and TV stuff. Mm-hmm. So the first one's going to be Will Smith done smacked a bitch. We have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. My God. So the Academy Awards, just setting the scene. Uh, Chris Rock, um, he's making a couple of jokes. He's about to present an award, so he's doing his little jokes first. And he makes a quick little joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. Because Jada Pinkett Smith, she has uh, alopecia and she is bald as she's noted in her talk show and on YouTube and blah, blah, blah. And um, Chris Rock, apparently, uh, as he claims at least, was not aware of that. And he makes a joke uh, asking or saying that he loves her in... He's looking uh, forward to seeing her in G.I. Jane 2. That's right. Looking forward to seeing her in G.I. Jane 2. And Will Smith is... It cuts to Will Smith and Jada right at that moment. Will Smith is laughing his ass off. Jada Pinkett Smith does not look happy. Then she it cuts rolls back her to eyes. right, 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 and then it cuts back to Chris, and it kind of got like it. It got a a little sour of a response, right? Like it didn't. That joke didn't land very well, Mm-mm. probably because a lot of people did know that she had alopecia. Well, yeah, yeah, and so you know, understandable. He, he he, and this is why I think that he didn't know that because he genuinely looked a little surprised that people. He was like, oh, okay, all right, well, next joke, and then. You see him kind of surprised, and he goes, "Whoa, uh oh!" And he, you find out Will Smith is walking up on stage, goes over to Chris Rock, and fucking open hand slaps him. And now, probably one of the most mean things I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh yeah, um, well, it's the slap her around the world, right? Slap gay, yeah, or, yeah, I mean, slap gay, <laughs> whatever you want to call all it. those things. And um, then, of course. Everyone is shocked, including Chris Rock. And he says, wow, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Right. And uh, Will Smith just walks back a second after he's done. He walks back to his seat. And then Chris, being as confused as he was, he's kind of like looking back. I don't remember if he says something first or if Will Smith just starts saying, um, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, he says that and he says it twice. Right, because he Chris says, Rock he says, says dude, I will. it was a, well, no, first he said, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Once again, showing that, like, I really don't think he knew that she had alopecia or anything. Because he was like, what the fuck, it was a G.I. Jane joke. And then he said, once again, Will Smith said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And yells it even louder and harder this time. And Chris Rock says, fine, I will. 
and he tries from that moment on to stumble into a recovery and he does an admirable fucking job because you're at the oscars presenting an award that shit happens to you what the fuck do you do oh my god what did you think about what happened there were you watching it live and everything no no someone just sent me a text message and then i found the unedited version on youtube right quick okay um you know for me like first of all let's just be honest like that's assault will smith should not have freaking walked up there should not have touched him like you know i I was asking somebody we were talking about and i was like why how how did nobody stop him and then i realized yeah because there's no security there because you're in a room full of people that are all in the academy okay they're members of the academy they've signed Mm -hmm. codes of conduct there there's an expectation they all work together they all know each other that, that nothing weird is going to happen because we the riffraff yeah. isn't there. The riffraff is, you know, the seat fillers are in the back. And and I guarantee right. you there was security between the seat fillers and those front seats where all the actual celebrities are, you know. so yeah. I don't think anyone was expecting Will Ferrell to go up, even when he was walking up on stage. Oh, yeah, sorry. Will, Will Smith. <laughs> Will Ferrell could have bought it from It would have been better if it was Will Ferrell, let's be yeah. honest. If Will Ferrell had walked up there and smacked him. <laughs> The whole world would have been like, "Go, Will!" You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think. I think the, the bigger that the other thing is, um, you know, there's been a lot of weird shit that's come out since then. So it, it was known, and, and like I, I remember, I, I read Whoopi Goldberg is a is actually a general at the Academy, right? She's on their like mm-hmm. board of generals, which is like the the people that kind of oversee everything. Right. And um, she made a comment that 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 the Academy did not ask Will to leave. And that she thought that it was a good move on the producer's part to not send him out because it would have caused more problems for the night to deal with it after. And she was like, and consequences will fall. Right. And since then, you know, Will has resigned. You know, he's 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 saw that. yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday he dropped his you know, he's he's left the academy because he feels like he's like, you know, he's betrayed their trust or whatever. Um but there's this academy is still reviewing what consequences um, people are saying. Oh, you should take his Oscar, and, and other people are like, no, he earned the Oscar. Like, don't take his Oscar. Um, but then, uh, so now the academy is saying that they there was people talking about how the academy actually asked him to leave, and he refused to. That's what um, I heard. Yeah. Right. So, but but there had already been tons of articles written about how the producer said he didn't ask them to leave. So it's the Academy kind of, to me, it's them trying to backtrack and like make it look like they were, yeah, like they were doing the right. So now there's like all these people that were like literally sitting there going, nobody asked him to leave. They went to make sure he was okay. He said he was fine, that he wasn't having a breakdown or anything. And they moved on. Do you know what I mean? Um, So now it's, to me, it's shitty. It's like, why, why you don't need to twist that. Like he's in enough trouble. Like, yeah. Don't you don't don't twist the knife like the focus is on him. Don't turn yourselves into the villains. Right. Like now you look like these assholes that are talking shit about, you know, something that shouldn't have happened. Um, making giving him leverage. Right. To say, mm-hmm. well, why are you th- dragging me through the mud more, you know, than I need to be? The other thing is um, Chris Rock, you know, has the the uh, and I know a lot of this because my wife is like really big into the slap gate. Right. Um, right. so she keeps sending me articles. So Chris Rock has a pretty long history of, of a frenemy situation with Jada Pinkett Smith. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think it's the the Academy Awards. I think it was 2016 where she boycotted them for not being diverse enough. Yeah. And he made a joke like, about how like how her boycotting it was silly because, you know, it's like Rihanna. It's like him wanting to be in Rihanna's underwear. He wasn't invited. So he's saying you were not invited to the to the Oscars anyway. So why are you boycotting it? Right. Right. <laughs> but I watched a video. He actually was digging on her for her activism all the way back in the 90s with the Million Woman March when he had the Chris Rock show. He mm. made a bunch of jokes about the Million Woman March, specifically Jada Pinkett Smith um, speaking there. And he they, they did a fake dubbing of her singing... Um, you know, the roof is on fire and the crowd responding to it. So they like, they like were jabbing at her activism all the way back in the nineties. Um, right. So there's like, there's like a long history of these guys digging on each other. So a lot of people don't think it's necessarily about the joke specifically, but about like, Oh, here we go again. Chris Rock is, you know, digging at us. Um, right. Cause but at the even, same time, yeah. That it's never enough justification, right? I'm not making um, I'm not making an excuse for what Will did because no matter what, he shouldn't have touched him in any yeah, way, shape, exactly. or form. Like that should have been a conversation after the fact, right? But it yep. is it is kind of a weird situation to like see that unfold, you know, like so long of like them like like him digging on them. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I even watched a video. I, I w- Apparently, she went on his show to be interviewed like a couple weeks after he did that joke, and at the end of the interview, he they they like had a buzzer sound like a game show, and they're like, "Jada Pinkett, you've won a bottle of wine because you have not mentioned Will Smith's name once during this interview," and she's like, "What the, f-? you know what I mean?" Like, so right. it's like that he's been like busting on them for years. So I'll I'll say this about it because i think i think jada pinkett smith is one of the shittiest people like ever i think she's fucking like terrible um i don't know if you saw the the interviews that she did with fucking will smith i mean uh, will smith is also like a fucking vagina for even being with her i don't know what the hell the deal is there but Mm -hmm. i mean whenever she's sitting there right next to him saying like oh yeah i hooked up with our son's best friend and I love sex with him way more than I ever loved sex with you kind of thing to Will Smith like and talking about all of her affairs and shit like that's a pretty weird thing to deal with and also with whenever she uh, uh, yeah she said that she wasn't going to go to the Academy Award for 2016 and all that Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know that whole thing she just rubs me the wrong way but so all that stuff combined. So the fact that, but regardless, like I knew that whenever he made that remark, I was like, Oh man, she's going to get mad at this, which, you know, I get it. It was off color remark. I knew about the alopecia thing, but I could tell by the way, or at least to me, it really genuinely looked like he did not know that because the way he reacted, the fact that he, he said that joke. And then the way he reacted to like the kind of like not so great, you know, response to it. And then also whenever he said the, you know, dude, it was a GI Jane joke. Like I genuinely don't think that he was understanding like why 
it went over as poorly as it did. Well, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people are going like, she's so vocal about it. Like, if you 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 knew anything about yeah, her, but, you wouldn't. The the other thing though that I heard. But do was, you need to know much about? Her? I mean, like like whenever you're, you know, a celebrity and there's shit tons of other celebrities that you're friends with and you're in all those circles, like. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised that he doesn't know her. Why well, the fuck is he the, all up to date on Jada well, Pinkett Smith? Here, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't want to dwell on this too long, but I did hear his set um, was re- approved by the Academy, mm-hmm. was rehearsed with no one in the room, mm-hmm. making fun of people that he knew where they were going to be sitting, and that mm-hmm. joke was not on the set list. So that was something that he came up with on the fly. And wasn't supposed to technically tell that joke. So there was a kind of a hubbub I read where people at the Academy were a little upset with him for going off script. Because well, if also, he had stayed on script, s- he wouldn't have doesn't, that done that. <laughs> but doesn't that make sense that that would be like something the Academy would say since they've been trying to cover their ass? Well, no. This came out before any of the CYA stuff. This was like a, mm. an in, an insider like thing, not like the Academy made an official statement. This was like, mm. you know, a, you know, people that are involved in the production of the show said like we've looked. You know, it wasn't in any of his rehearsed material. The other thing is, is like, if you're gonna be on a stage that big with that many like high profile celebrities being watched by that many people, you better do your damn research on the people you're gonna make fun of to make sure you don't fuck up do you know what i mean like yeah i mean i i could i could believe that that's the thing and 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 the proximity the the closeness first of all my Mm -hmm. understanding is she's been talking about it for a while but there was a big article about that she did like a big thing she did on it very close to that and even as close as like three or four days before the academy like reporters were asking her like are you worried about like the reaction to you know your your you know your new your new hair at the Academy Awards and whatever and she's like no I'm not worried about it this is me this is who I am I have this is the way I am you know what I mean so it's just so like if it was then it very well might have been a you know spur of the moment joke because he might have just seen her haircut like that day mm-hmm. and been like oh man I got to throw in this joke because it's funny I mean it's it's not even the first time that hosts have made fun of people's hair before no and no yeah i know it's it's it, one of those listen, things where it's it like if you're to going just, to the it's oscars so stupid. yeah it's so when you're dumb. going to the oscars like you're in an area where expect to be like fair game jabbed by the hosts Mm-hmm. Like the hosts pick people out and they make fun of them and you kind of have to deal with it. People have gotten mad before and everything like that. And I get it, you know, off color joke this time. But yeah, I, and I know you agree. Like, it's just no matter what, like what he did was fucking crazy. It was, yeah, it was so insanity. it was so ridiculous. If it's I was the Academy, I would have busted his ass out of there. I don't know what the hell, you know, if they if they asked him to leave or if they didn't, I don't fucking know. But even if they asked him to and he said no. I would be like, uh, sorry, get the fuck out of here now. So I don't yeah. know what was going on there, but that would definitely be my scenario. I'd be like, you know, you can't just fucking assault someone and then stay in the room. You know what I mean? That's fucking crazy to me. So yeah. the whole thing is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, and I think, but I just think the worst part about it is, is that like uh, Will Smith, like it was definitely a scenario where like Will Smith caught the eye from Jada and was like, oh shit, uh, wife's upset. And he's so fucking controlled by her. I, like, really, if you watch the interviews with him and her where she's just digging on him the entire time and he's just dealing with it, like, that's just, like, what their relationship is. 
So like it to me, like whenever that happened, I fully was like, oh man, Jada just like basically mind controlled him for a few seconds mm-hmm. and did this shit. It's weird. But yeah. Anyways, moving on. It was the craziest thing ever I've, I've ever seen at the Academy. I didn't think anything would mm-hmm. like upend the, the whole Grammy thing with Kanye and uh, what's her face? Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Right. I never thought anything would get like kind of crazier than that just because that was the most blatant, like disrespectful thing I'd seen before. But that one definitely this one obviously takes the cake. That was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Anyways. But the memes that have come from it, mm, chef's kiss, dude. Chef's oh, kiss. Oh, yeah. That shit's gold. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and go to, oh, yeah, Bruce Willis retired from acting. Mm-hmm. Fuck. You can go ahead and, and hop into this one a little bit. Yeah, so he's been, his family released a statement. He's been diagnosed with aphasia, which is basically... You lose the ability to understand and to communicate both verbal and written language. So we don't know what his stage is, but it's possible he can no longer speak or he cannot understand words or he can't read or, you know, any of these other crazy things. But um, it's generally associated with um, a brain injury, but it can also be brought on... um, a number of other ways, but it's, it's most common form. It's like you get hit in the head. Right. Um, right. So like a lot of people have been doing like a lot of tributes to him and, and stuff like that. And it's like his body of work is like, you know, I mean, I would say he's probably one of the most prolific action actors that we've got. You know what I mean? Like as oh, yeah, far as like sure. career longevity, like even like, you know, like Stallone and Schwarzenegger and all those other big action guys, they all kind of burn out, but, but he has, in his own way kind of been able to maintain always his, stayed relevant yeah he's always stayed relevant even if, i mean he was having movies coming out a couple of years ago so anyway yeah, it's a bummer um sad day know, wish him all the best and we'll just go watch die hard now um yeah yeah it's it's really sad just because like it's tough to see people especially that have been in like the opposite you know like you know such manly like fucking epic action roles right and then they get you know uh something like this and it's fucking you know tragic to a see in that state but more importantly like just for them i know it's obviously something terrible to have to go through yeah it just it just sucks to not be able to go out on your own terms like he can't just be like listen i've done everything i wanted to do i've worked with all the people i've wanted to work with i'm old i'm just gonna enjoy my family now you know, now it's like, you know, something has forced him to do it, which just kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, exactly. good news well, is next thing, though. Yeah. So Obi-Wan pushed out two days. That's not so good news, but no, starts with a two episode drop in return. Very yes. fucking good news. Yes. I'm OK <laughs> with this. Yeah, I, I will I like take all two the, days for two episodes. <laughs> I like all the articles. Was like Obi One release date pushed back. You know all the all the fucking clickbait, and then you click it, and right. you're like, because I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? And then I clicked it, and I was like, two days. Like, why is this even news? Like, exactly. Like, but, I wouldn't have even known. <laughs> yeah, right? I think they were just busting on it because of the what was it when whatever show came out. And they were always normally released on Loki when they changed the drops from Friday to Wednesday or whatever. That's Um, right. Yeah. And Loki had that like little funny commercial, like little thing that Tom um, Middleton did 
like in his own little Loki way. He's like, oh, I'm going to shake it up because I'm the, you know, Lord of Mischief. You know what I mean? Right. Be on Wednesdays. You know, now they're like, well, we're going to go back to Fridays. You know, um, but yeah, I, I mean, whatever. Who, who freaking cares? I don't yeah, know why well, plus they were, they're doing it, but I mean, I guess it's because Friday is probably a better time slot. I, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a business reason for them to be showing it on Fridays instead of Wednesdays. But Yeah, well, I mean, I think more people can watch on Fridays than Wednesday. Well, the other thing is I'm wondering if they're setting up because, listen, for a while it's been going like Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. They've got so many shows in the works for both of these that that isn't going to be sustainable for much longer. They're going to be yeah. pumping them out. So they may be going Marvel's on Wednesday nights and Star Wars is on Friday and they're going to have congruent series running where they're going to be having a drop of of each per week. So now they won't be on the same day. Right. They'll be split up. Is Which that critical that Marvel theory? Ton- huh? A critical Marvel theory where where they intercept with each other, basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just think that I, that to me makes a lot of sense because you know you got Andor and Ahsoka, Mando season three, Obi yeah. one, and then like you know what is it? What's Boba Fett season two going to look like, and how is that going to intersect with when Mando's on, and and what you know you they can't keep it like this if they want to really actually release all these shows because you can't be putting like. Two year, you know, two year and a half, two year gaps between each season because the actors are going to age out. You know what I mean? Like Tamora Morrison's already right. What like sixty something, but he's portraying like a forty something year old. You know, what I mean, you're already exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're already like borderline. Like that guy's. You need to get him like more seasons now before he gets too old. Um, yeah, exactly. And I think. I, I it's one of those things also where just going back to where you said like you know clickbait articles and everything like that, you know it, two days pushed back, you know no big deal. But everyone also like there's all this outrage of or I wouldn't say outrage, superficial outrage because it is very clickbaity of two days pushed back. But also they're forgetting the confirmed two episode drop too, which is like the fucking like you, for two more days of waiting basically we got two episodes. Yeah, that's so, fine with me. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, so really looking forward to that. Can't fucking wait, obviously. I also I wonder if the first episode that. is just there's a lot of setup and the second episode has some more action or maybe like a lightsaber fight. So they're they're like, we need to get a lightsaber fight out on week one or else we're going to be fucked. It wouldn't know surprise I mean? me because there is um, definitely going to be a lot of setup in the first one for sure. Oh, yeah. It's got, they got a lot to, to catch up on for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, got all the movies and TV out of the way. Time to go over to the gaming side. But we're not getting too far from Star Wars because Lego Star Wars launch is coming up in, what did you say, two, two, three I days? I think it's the fifth. I want to say it's the fifth. Yeah, three I don't days. know. I already have it preloaded on my Switch. So Now, I think, how much did it cost? Is it a okay, so I got the, it's 60. I got the Digital Deluxe, which is 70. And the reason I did is because it has the entire season pass on it. Um it has the the whole season pass on it, which is like a ton of characters and content for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get uh, what was it? The DLC packs you get is Mando season one and season two, Rogue One, classic characters, Star Wars, Solo, a Star Wars stories, Bad Batch, and then Trooper Pack. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you pre-ordered, I think there's another 
there's another uh, the trooper pack is the pre-order bonus and you get an exclusive Obi-Wan um, Kenobi player uh, character so you so pre-ordering gets you stuff and then the deluxe edition gets you what one two three four five six six um, six DLC bundles Oh, really? They don't all come out of the same day. It's like a season well, pass, basically. Not. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. every couple months you'll get new characters. Um, now, is that like what consoles are, is it being dropped in? Is everything. It just for, okay, good. I, everything. I will probably pick that up on my, because I'm not going to be able to play it on the Switch, because that's basically officially my wife's now. Um, <laughs> so I, told I will you just play it on. I know, but you know, I might as well just buy it on the Xbox yeah. or PlayStation because it's easier to get to that. So yeah, um, gonna do that. But that's very good. And then uh, we have Division Two update, where you retake a power plant that has been taken over, which runs a funny parallel to real life, which is part of the issue, right? Whoopsie! This is <laughs> this is where the hooch soundbite would. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it is hilarious that it. Imagine working so hard on your big grand update to try to keep people interested, and you know, as we were talking about before the show, like this, all of the shit happens with with Russia and Ukraine, and you're like, "Fuck, <laughs> that's our <Yeah>. update." <laughs> yeah. So like, so they're so the division, the way they've set up the division, and and it's really cool, kind of the way they've been doing it is. They have a number of free things that happen each year, and then they have like they'll have like expansions or DLC packs. But um, so this is the year four update. The big drop is this: they'll drop like a new zone with a bunch of missions in it. And this one, and they're normally like a story based thing where you go like through the thing and do all these stuff missions, and then just big boss, mini bosses, and big bosses and stuff. I mean, the games, the division games are great if you ask me, but. yeah, this one is an insurgent group has come in and taken over not just a power plant, but a nuclear power plant. Okay, right. it's not just a power exactly. plant, it's a nuclear power plant. Mm-hmm. And your mission is to go in and clean them out and retake control of the power plant. So they they started working on this in mid-2021, I believe they said. And when this stuff with Ukraine and Russia came out, they were like, oh, fuck. Like, what are we going to do now? Um, So they got real hush-hush about the update, even though people knew it was coming. Like, they were like, man, why why are they being so quiet? So they finally kind of announced, like, hey, like, you know, this is our update. And, you know, due to current world circumstances, you know, we're, we're, you know, trying to navigate this the best we can. And, you know, we began work on this here and it's just it's complete coincidence, obviously. Um, You know, it's nothing that we ever thought was even possible. And, you know, it it starts to a lot of people are talking about how it's like this thin line that that like these games that that depict war, you know, especially realistic games like Call of Duty and Division and whatnot, you know, as realistic as they they are you know um like this thin line that they walk to to not be too close to reality that um you know that they they become offensive or or um not sensitive to real world issues i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah that sucks or at least not (laughs) not close at least not close enough in proximity time wise right yeah that's the other thing looking back like the timing is just horrible exactly it's just too soon yeah so they are they are going to release it they're not they did not say they were canceling it they're gonna they're gonna let it go 
Um, it's not Russians that took it over. It's it's like one of the fictional groups inside of the game, um, which are they're all like Americans. They're not like the way that game runs is like, you know, an area goes it falls into disarray or whatever, and then like it's a virus or it's whatever. I forget what the second one is, but um, the groups are like it's not like they're. Um, there is one group that's like mercenaries that have come in to try and retake the, the area, but the rest of the groups are all like, you know, street thugs. And yeah, it's not like Call of Duty yeah. where we have like legitimate, like, yeah. you know, like you know, you're fighting Russians or enemies. Arabs or, or right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's, I mean, so that is this happening. At least it sounds like they're handling that as best as they possibly yeah. fucking can. Yeah. But, um, yeah, to get into some more stuff, we have, you know, a, a good amount of news here that's coming in about like plans for Game Pass and especially Sony. So I guess the first one that we're going to touch on is the Game Pass might be getting a family plan. So to add to their already spectacular deal here of service, there's now going to be a family plan option. So yeah, I heard is, it's up what to all five does that people. entail? I think it's I I don't I got to find the article now cuz I'm I didn't I think I accidentally closed the tab, but um it's a uh, what I what I what I did see on it was that it's a um, five um, up to five people on a single mm-hmm. account, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty similar, like the Switch and and some of those other ones that right. have family plans. Um, I'm looking for it right now, so just give me two seconds. While I stall my way to this to this article, right? Um, well, I think the <laughs> I mean the Game Pass, especially like getting this is. I think it's a big deal because I know the Switch does something similar, but at the same time, like dealing with these games in this caliber, like you know, they're the the front runners in competition. Actually, I, I want to say that, but I don't know how it compares to the Switch realistically. I don't remember if we found out did the Switch outsell the Xbox in consoles? In consoles, like as far as game share and everything like that. No, I'm honestly not sure. Well. If- I genuinely the, don't. The I've, Switch is the number one selling console. Um, yeah, I know that. Out of those. But the thing is, is that... So here's where it gets, it gets weird. For the for bo- for PlayStation and for Xbox, it works on the current... You know, what, what we call... I mean, current gen. It's not next gen anymore. It's current gen. So right. it works on the Series X and it works on the Series... And it works on the Xbox One. So... And it... And, and I'm on... Game Pass it works on PC too. So while Switch may have sold more consoles, Game Game you know Game Pass has a massive amount of market share because of the right. fact that it's PC, Xbox One, and Series X. And right. PlayStation has both PlayStation Five and PlayStation Four users can access its network right of stuff. So it, right. it's kind of misleading, but but also like a. a as a single person, right, a year of Switch mm-hmm. without the expansion pass is only like twenty bucks or thirty bucks or something like that for a whole year. So it's right, like much and, and like the the expansion pass one is like I think it's like a you know, it goes from thirty to sixty for a year. But you get they I don't know if you saw they added the um the Mario Kart, that new like pack with the forty eight new levels is part of the premium it's no. part of the premium now. So you get the Animal okay, Crossing you get the Animal Crossing expansion you get the um, the Mario Kart 48 tracks. You mm-hmm. get the Nintendo 64 and the Sega Genesis games. 
for that extra money that you're paying. So now it's yeah. kind of starting to which have so expanding rosters. Yeah. So you well. got si- yeah. yeah. So you've got sixty dollars worth of DLC, right? Because it's thirty and thirty, mm-hmm. and then you've got um, and then you've got the two virtual consoles, which you just can't get anywhere else. Right. So I don't know what you put the value of that on, but now it's starting to kind of, you know, get, get yeah, meaningful. I, I mean, it's definitely like they don't have, no matter what, like they don't have as many games like to have no. access to as as uh, Game Pass does. But having that Game Pass um, situation and then adding potentially a family plan to it just makes it even more mm-hmm. of an unbelievable value. Uh, and so... It's very fucking good that they're going to be doing that. I, I'm going to be really happy if they go into that, um, especially since I plan on basically next gen. I'm only going to be getting Xbox. If there is a next, oh, I know there definitely be at least one more generation, but I think that next generation is all going to be like AirPlay, basically. Right? We're not going to have a, a console, really. It's just going to be a controller. Mm-hmm. But the... Um, the game pass for that so i'm planning on definitely sticking with that from now on basically and just being an xbox boy um past this generation but sony has finally released its master plan for how it's going to attempt to combat (laughs) game pass so what do you think about the new playstation plus three tier scenario that they're working on i don't know man like so I'll start by saying like the big thing that people are saying now is like you can't compare them. It's like Netflix and Hulu; they're not the same. Um, I can where, very much compare them. <laughs> where yeah, where you know Game Pass is Netflix and you know PlayStation is Hulu, and I'm like, yeah, I, only, I still only need one, dude. Like you know, yeah. like I don't need both of them, especially when you're going to turn around and tell me that the console exclusive titles are not going to be included day one with the PlayStation one. And oh, by the way, it's $3 more per month um, if you don't get an annual plan. If you get an annual plan, it it is cheaper because Xbox doesn't offer an annual plan, a discounted annual plan. But here's the deal. That's something they could just, I mean, that's a, that's a button that somebody presses on a website to change that pricing schema. Like exactly, yeah. if that's the thing that if that's the straw that breaks Game Pass's back, which is it's never going to be the straw. Microsoft will just be like, "Cool, we'll sell twelve months sub plans." Like, all right, like exactly, whatever. I, I mean, think you can already pick up anyways. Yeah. You can already pick up three month plans. You can already get three months for like twenty seven bucks a lot, right? Like. Yeah. Which is then is like basically buy two get one free because it's fifteen bucks a month, so you're basically spending thirty and getting that forty five dollar value. So exactly, yeah. and you can just snap those on to your your existing membership. Um, so, and I mean to be honest, like I got my f- I got three years of Game Pass for I think I spent like a hundred and twenty dollars through some finagling. I bought like three discounted Xbox Gold memberships mm-hmm. and then paid the dollar to, up, to upgrade them all so all three years was converted from xbox oh, wow. gold <laughs> xbox live to game pass ultimate for a buck um, right that was like their big promo for a while and so it's just like um i don't know from the cost standpoint i'm not i, I don't think that's that's worth not the good talking about the, the the thing yeah. is is that sony is giving more in 
what would be considered like a retro play. Like, oh, you can play all these PS3 games via the cloud. Um, yeah. And then you can play PS2 and PS1 games and PSP games um, on your PlayStation 5. And then whatever games they choose from the current generation. I think it was like 400. So 450 games. No, that's Game Pass. I'm looking for the number. So did, uh, did they even give a specific yeah. number? So it says by comparison, okay, PS Plus Extra will include 400 PS4 and 5 games. And that mm-hmm. includes like Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11 and Returnal. So older first party games will make it on there eventually. Right. Um and then if you get the premium, you get 340 additional games from PlayStation 1, 2, PSP, and PS3. So that top tier, the only difference is you're getting those extra games. You know, the retro right. games for that 340 bucks. And what's weird to me is that the retro games are only part of the highest tier. It's not yeah. like you come in with the old games and then you pay more for the new games. You pay less for the new games and more for the old games, which is kind of feels backwards Doesn't make to any me. Sense. Yeah. yeah, but and and people were like, "Well, what's the deal?" You know, when you're anchoring it with stuff that's been out for over a year, right? Like Death Stranding. Like, who cares about Death Stranding? Like, that's your marquee. Like, um, uh, the the PlayStation boss came out and said like. It doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't benefit us to to put this on the platform because we would, we wouldn't be able to spend as much money developing our first party titles. Bullshit. Um, yeah, absolutely. Bullshit. Th- than than we do now. Basically, they're saying we make too much money selling boxes and individual bo- games than we do on the subscription model. And I th- and then the, yeah, that's true. I think Microsoft as a software company, whereas PlayStation mm-hmm. is more of a hardware company. I think Microsoft much is much better suited to understand the value of the subscription model versus the individual game sales. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think Microsoft is better positioned for the future than Sony is. And, and I think I personally think like when I saw this in Reddit, I was like, like this isn't going to get me to buy a PS five. That's for damn exactly. sure. Like exactly. I don't own a next gen. I don't own a current gen. I don't own an X or a PS5. The right. subscription service would be the number one thing that would drive me for one or the other. And and since Game Pass has released, mm-hmm. there has been, in my opinion, no reason to purchase a PlayStation outside of their catalog of first party titles. Well, yeah, I think the the you know, biggest thing for me is that. Like the biggest benefit to getting these streaming services, like you know, you can even you know relate it to like PlayStation or I'm sorry, uh, Disney Plus and stuff like that is, um, at least for a little bit there, like you're getting these things that would cost you, you know, twenty, thirty, sixty dollars for free, and so you're like, oh, you weigh yeah. that price against the cost of the membership, and you're like, oh, it's a fucking yeah. no brainer. Yeah, so like if you look at one of these haters, right, that's going, well, PlayStation is cheaper annually. Let me let's put it this way: How many of the of the first party titles for Xbox? Now this now mm-hmm. includes Bethesda 
and ID exactly. and EA Play and all these other services that are all bundled together, knowing that you're going to get Starfield and you're going to get Elder Scrolls 7 or 8 or whatever friggin' number they're on. And, uh, you know, because there's within the next year, you've got at least two new Bethesda games coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just got Halo. How many $60 boxes are you going to get in the next year that are going to be day one on Xbox exactly. Game Pass? Well, it only takes three boxes. Mm-hmm. Think about that. It only takes three game purchases to cover the cost of an entire year of Ultimate that gets yeah. you PC and and Xbox games. And that's to get your that's to get your value back down to you know a zero, zero cost net. But so then every game comparing after that it is, to is, is is like you're just profiting sixty free. bucks. And yeah. all of those Bethesda games, and all of those Microsoft games, and all of those. ID games and everything are all day one. They're all every single one of them is going to be day one on that service, and that's where the value of Game Pass really starts to shine. Exactly, you know? and in relation to Sony, so people you want to talk about the cost difference between the two. You play one game, one first party game that releases for free on Microsoft, and you've already way outdone the cost difference between the two subscription services. Yeah, because if you so, think about the, the yeah, if you think about like God of War, who has yeah. a PS5 that hasn't already played God of War or already right. played Spider-Man exactly. Miles Morales or Spider-Man and that shit. Every one of those games they've listed as anchor temples, you're you're basically feeding into a um the retro side of it like mm-hmm. PlayStation is doing a good job, which Nintendo generally doesn't in this regard, of preserving mm-hmm. its previous library of game titles, which is yes. fan-frickin-tastic. Like, good on them for giving you a way to play old-ass games. But at the same time, they're old-ass games. So Yeah, exactly. Cool, like cool, the, cool story. Like, I, I can play PS2 games. Like, right. when was the last time and, you were like, fuck, man, I really want to play this PS2 game. I better go on eBay and buy a disc. No, you're like, whatever. Like, I'm just not going to play it. I'll just remember it with my rose-tinted nostalgia goggles and and buy, you know, the shiny new game that's, you know, what? They're all 70 bucks now, aren't they? Even some of them for the PS5 and the Xbox yeah. Series X. So I'll just pay my $70 game. So it's just, yeah, it's just... I see what Old they're games. trying to do. It's just, for me, it's like that whole same, like, they try and, and get with the times, but then they somehow screw it up. Yeah, I think, well, I think I'd say because, like, I mean, old games are the fluff. That's the extra that comes with it. But the value definitely comes with the new games and how quickly you can get your hands on them. And th- with this, they just missed the whole fucking point, I think. And and they really didn't even do anything. They just took the two services that they had and combined them together. So you're kind of just like, I mean, if you were PlayStation Plus, I actually, I don't even know if you get anything extra for the lowest... Because the PlayStation Plus version before is now the lowest version of the new three-tier system. So yeah, they're calling it PlayStation Plus Extra, I believe. No, no, no. There's this PlayStation Plus, uh, the the version that you go Essential PlayStation Plus Essential is what the PlayStation Plus is turning into, which is the lowest tier, right? Right, I, I don't know. It's 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 like that's the thing. It's, it's already like fucking. Also, they also went ahead and made it like super confusing. Like yeah. Xbox is easy. I get it just for the Xbox. I get it just for the PC, or I buy it for both. Yeah. The only exactly. you're not you're not changing what games you're getting. You're just changing whether you're like 
if you don't play on PC, save yourself, you know, $4 a month or whatever it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it just feels bad. This is the same reason why PlayStation Now was never a big service to begin with, because it feels bad to have to spend, you know, what turns out to be a, a decent amount of money, you know, yearly spending on this service to then also still have to buy the new games that they're selling me. So Microsoft, especially with collecting more games, that's going to be for free day one. Um, PlayStations from here on out, especially if they acquire more things to try to, you know, combat them, we're still going to have to pay for those. So yeah, here it is. Here it is. The service so, doesn't do anything for them. Here, here you go. Ten bucks a month for mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus Essential. Right. You get two monthly downloadable games. Which is what we already have. Exclusive discounts. Right. Cloud storage for save games and online multiplayer access. So that's just PlayStation Network. Right. Um, so that's exactly what the PlayStation Plus. So basically, there are no has. charges for existing Play Pl- PlayStation Plus members in this tier. So it's basically PlayStation Plus as it is now becomes PlayStation Plus Essential. It's ten bucks a month. Exactly. Okay? Or sixty bucks a year. PlayStation Plus Extra adds a catalog of four hundred asterisk of the most enjoyable PS4 and five games. Um, mm-hmm. they are downloadable for play. It's fifteen bucks a month. Premium yep. then adds three hundred and forty asterisk additional games, including PS3 games for cloud streaming only. So mm-hmm. that's another thing. PS3 games are streaming only. Yeah, you cannot download them. And then PS1, PS2, and PSP for streaming and downloading. Right. Um. Cloud streaming access to the original PlayStation games um, and time limited game trials are also available in this tier. So I have to pay, and that's $18. So I got to pay more money to get access to demos to then buy games. Yeah. How does that make any sense? Shouldn't your demos to buy the paid games be in the base t- tier? Yeah. So and well, that's, I mean, that's also exactly super it. awkward. So it doesn't um, make sense, and it's literally like it's literally just the two services that they had before combined together. Yeah, that's basically and that's what, they what did. it is. They basically said it's, and that's the title of the blog: PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now come together. Yeah, so they, they're so they're just merging their stuff. It's an illusion and, that it's something fine. new. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, it was. E- let's just put it this way: it was even more confusing before because you didn't even know which one to sign up for. Right? Do I, I need PlayStation I suppose, yeah, Plus? I suppose, Do I need I PlayStation Now? Like, yeah. and nobody subscribed to PlayStation Now. Everyone just no, did Plus because all. you needed access to PSN and play your games online. Exactly. I yeah. don't know. I, I think, listen, for PlayStation owners that are just diehard PlayStation guys, this is good news for them because it consolidates a service into something that is slightly less you know, ob- obtuse. It allows Sony to make it better in the future without going like, well, do we put it on PlayStation Plus or do we put it on PlayStation Now? Now they have a single ecosystem with different tiers, so it will make it easier for them to expand and and better the service over time, and maybe this is just the launch and they plan, you know, maybe they see the launch and they don't see any uptick in sales and everyone just stays on PlayStation Plus and they go, well, we're going to have to put first-party games on here if we want to charge more than Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Which I, I that's the thing that that blows my mind is how are you charging more per month? I know it's cheaper annually. How are you charging mm-hmm. more on a monthly fee for, for less, less by comparison? Yeah, by comparison. Yeah, and that's uh, so you know, that's I, what's weird about it to me. Yeah, and I knew that. Like, I actually I said this several times 
because I was aware of PlayStation Now because I remember before I was like, what the fuck is this service like a long time ago? And I looked into it and I tried their trial and I was like, I'm never going to use this. And I canceled the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember thinking whenever Game Pass was first announced and we were all talking about like, what can they do to try to combat this? I was like, well, they have PlayStation Now. They should just combine the two services and then expand upon it. And so I, I genuinely always predicted that they were going to do this. And as yeah. I suppose most people did. But I, I expected them to come out of the gate with more already on top. Mm, like, yeah. we're, we're doing this and we're going to be adding these things. Like, doing basically at least what Microsoft Game Pass was doing and adding in the, the first party, you know, on release. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. now it really feels like they're, I don't know, like, I, I figured that they would have to do above and beyond what Game Pass does just because Game Pass now has so much more in its library because Microsoft oh, and it's already buying all these companies. Like 25 million subscribers or some shit. It's like... Exactly. What so are you going to do to entice a, an Xbox Game Pass person away from Xbox Game Pass? Exactly. You're not going to do much. At the you end know, of the day, something crazy. this is just like ludicrous that they think that this is enough. They're like, this yeah. is it, guys. Boom. Here you go. And I'm like, what like that's it so yeah a little toned anyways yeah exactly so we'll see what happens hopefully they really just like give an expansion Mm -hmm. um on this pretty soon and tell us don't worry more things are coming but yeah we'll see um all right e3 2022 (laughs) canceled baby canceled again what do you think about that i mean i don't think e3 is ever coming back here's my thing you think yeah okay look Let's look at the history. Nintendo pulled out of E3 before COVID ever happened and started doing Nintendo Directs. Why? Because it's right. cheap. Yeah. And they hit more people at the, all at the same time. There's no more, in you know, we present to the industry insiders, then we have to wait for IGN and everyone else to write their articles, and then what if they don't paint us in a good light? They just push their crap out. Everyone watches it together, and then maybe you go read an article, right? But, like, right. I just watch the direct and move on with my life. I don't go to IGN Same. or Kotaku or anybody and read the, oh, this is what we thought about. I don't care what you thought. I got to watch it at the same time. <laughs> like, I saw everything right. you saw. I'm good, you know? Um, so, when E3 shut down the, initially... You know, Microsoft and PlayStation, you know, like we just had, what was it, the state of PlayStation or whatever, and then Xbox does their thing. Do you think they want to spend the kind of money it takes to go to a convention to buy, because you got to buy that space from E3, and I can tell you from going to conventions smaller than that, it ain't cheap. You got to pay your Mm -hmm. exhibition company to drag your booth down there, so you got to ship it. That costs a lot of money. Um it's all union, so you can't set up your own booth. You got to pay union wages. They got to set up the booth and everything. They got to like yep. do all the and marketing merchandise. You got to hire all your people. Got and you got to and you got to get them and you got to fly in there and they got to stop doing whatever they're doing to be there, right? And then when you're done, you got to store that booth for the rest of the year. Now your exhibition company generally has a giant warehouse where they store everybody's booths, but you do pay for that an annual fee, or you could just go to that little recording booth that you have in your <laughs> in your in your place somewhere and just shoot a damn video on your iPhone basically <laughs> you know and then stick all your game trailers that you're already making 
onto that reel before you release them as individuals. Right. I mean, I I definitely... (laughs) (laughs) And also, you can release those on your own terms. So you don't have to release yours the same day that Sony and Nintendo and everybody else. So you get lost in the flood. So you'll notice now, Nintendo Directs are like every couple of months instead of boom everything comes out in one, at once at the beginning you know at that one time of the year and right. you're worrying about nintendo gets uh overshadowed by xbox and then it's always been like well who won e3 and it's like who cares about all that shit like you don't have to deal with that so i don't think i don't think e3 if it does come back it's not going to come back as what it was it was already in trouble before the pandemic anyway mm-hmm. um well, I'll miss them. I, like, there's nostalgia associated with E3 for me, just because I missed that day where what was that fucking uh, television show that oh, G4 G4 TV, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember like you know watching G4 during E3, trying to catch all the shit that's happening, and then having oh, yeah. the no, for as sure. you said, the who won E3. Like, I I love that shit personally, so I am sad to see it go. But I mean, you're 100 percent right. Like it is way more effort. I I still love it. I wish that they'd do it, but it is definitely way more effort and more risk involved because it yeah. is it is like you can very easily get overshadowed in that area because everyone's yeah. coming out with twenty thousand new cool interesting things. Yeah. So well, it's not yeah. only that either. It's also like the way we consume information has drastically changed. As yeah, a, as a species, you know, like, you know, even, you know, 10 years ago, you know, which was still, I mean, that's the last console generation was, was just barely coming out, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? 10 years ago. And, um, you know, we consumed content completely differently then, you know, yeah. if you think about that 2012, you know, we didn't consume content the way we do now. Broadband wasn't as widely received, you know, 5G ultra band watching 4K videos on your phone while you're riding a train, you know what I mean? With high definition, Bluetooth earbuds in your head, you know what I mean? It's just like, (laughs) it's a different world now. And I think that these types of events are the ones that get hurt the most. Like a medical trade show is, you know, it's still relevant because the doctors need to go and test the products and see how they work and right, put a their hands on, hands on it. In that case, it's cheaper for a company to go there because they send five guys to the booth and they can they can do hundreds of demos versus sending those five guys to hundreds of locations around the country. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's the difference. The hands on side of things, which is not nearly as important now as it once was with video games you know yeah like how often do you hear like oh man half-life 2 went gold it's like (laughs) nobody says that anymore right but that was like a thing like you would get a there would be like a huge buzz around a game going gold and they're mass producing the discs man we're gonna get that in stores in three months you know what i mean that's Mm -hmm. different place but yeah the nostalgia the nostalgia fact e3 not existing is definitely like a Kicking the nits. It, hit, it hits emotionally, yeah. Yeah. Well, but we do have Breath of the Wild 2 to not help us out with that because it was fucking delayed until 2023. Yeah. Uh, I am, I'm okay with this, actually, because oh, yeah. I just want it to be fucking as, at least as good 
as the first one was um hopefully better but i think with giving them more time like i'm okay with it just mm-hmm. make it fucking good that's all i care about oh you yeah know? i mean i have i have complete faith you know nintendo one shows of the few an companies extreme amount of care yeah. when it comes to their first party titles and if the producer of the game says we want more time to make give you the best experience go for it bro mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know it ain't going to be no Diablo 3 where you took years and years and years and still sucked when it first came out and it took you a year to get it right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. good good story. I'm I'm in. And then they showed us that freaking gnarly-ass Master Story, and I was like, what the fuck? Exactly. It was like a bitter moment, but also like a, I'm glad they're taking the time they need. But now instead of just saying 2023, they specified spring. So it's not right. like this obtuse, like by the end of 2023, maybe we'll get it. They're they're estimating it to come out in the spring of 2023. Cool. Yeah. And Nintendo's and, got a lot coming out this year. So, yeah. And for me, you know how I always work with delays, like I'm OK with you delaying something. But every time you do delay it, my expectations do go up a little bit higher. And as long as you're not delaying it 20 fucking times, you know, yeah. like this hasn't happened here, like set a realistic expectation try to hit that if you can't quite hit that yeah you can move it once maybe even twice but you know it definitely has to hold up mm-hmm. after all that time so yeah. i am I sure mean, as as you said that they will actually hold up because yeah. that is one of the few companies that i actually do like have faith in to to follow mm-hmm. up with a good game whenever they say they're gonna do it yeah i mean even lego star wars that's coming out this week was delayed right like there was right, a right. delay i think it was the end of the year they said listen we're not gonna hit our deadline we're pushing it i think it was like three months I think it was supposed right. to come out in January, um, and they pushed it back to you know now. So, but that was fine because nobody got pissed. They were just like, "Cool." I mean, it's the biggest game they ever made. It's got over three hundred Star Wars characters in it. Which I mean, like, how do you even do, you know, make those unique in any way? But I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah. So anyway. Well, we do have some other news that happened. Um, yeah, Activision we'll burn through these ones. <laughs> yeah, Activision settles a lawsuit for eighteen million dollars for sexual harassment lawsuit. Um, I mean, it, this is the second biggest, right? It's the second largest. Um, I think it was. A, where did I see that? Um, it is the I read somewhere that it was the second largest um, uh, EEOC settlement ever. Um, so, yeah, I mean it's yeah. I, it is crazy though. I saw the numbers earlier where like the um, you know it's so small by comparison to how much money the CEO was not only being paid it was like 150 million per year um, for Blizzard. This is for Blizzard. Um, but also, what was it? 300 He's being paid like 380 or something like that to walk away from the company. So, like, it just goes to show you, like, in the game world, like, all of this money is being spent on, like, just someone's salary. And then you have an entire lawsuit with, you know, tons of victims being paid out $18 million. It's bullshit. They should. What here's what should have happened is that 360 million or whatever that good old Bobby K is getting Mm -hmm. should have been what was given to these people. 
Exactly. And he, you know, give him the little, give him this little 18 million penance and say, go enjoy the rest of your life doing whatever the fuck you want. Never have to working a day and your kids will never have to work and their kids will never have to work just on the interest of your money you've already made. Yeah. I mean, go go fuck yourself. Exactly. And (laughs) I I read that this 18 million is basically going to give everyone that had claims $450. Yeah, it's it's like it's fucking nuts, dude. And just the fact that 18 million can be divided, like there were so many of them that mm -hmm. 18 million is divided to that number. Yeah, and it's also fucking crazy. It also apparently means that the DFEH, which Mm -hmm. is like the Fed, the the state level, may not be able to actually get additional money out of them because since the oh, federal really? government settled first they 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 may be in a situation where they can't oh, wow. get a, in a, get additional um right. stuff that's an interesting one uh, that'll be interesting how that one plays out oh man these people are just getting fucked dude yeah i like crazy. this this thing in the article it says you know 18 million dollars or 450 dollars per claimant is a drop in the bucket for Blizzard, who paid $150 million to Bobby Kotick in 2020 and is giving him a reported yep. payout of $390 million, which is a ton of money for a man who received a vote of no confidence from 1,200 <laughs> employees. Like, it just shows you how fucked the system is, right? Or how good that dude's contract was. Well, yeah. I mean, but the fact that, the fact that he can even still be held only to that contract after all the shit that he did is fucking insane to me. So I, I, yeah, it's just, it's just nuts. These golden parachutes are fucking real dude. Um, Mm -hmm. but anyways, uh, so that happened. Um, hopefully things get better in the future in that regard. But the next thing we're going to talk about blizzard company vaccine mandate is finally removed. Um, and employees are planning on walking out because of it. Understand uh, for me, I understand that 100%. I'd be walking out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's just Blizzard cannot get their shit together in relation to their employees, dude. It's fucking impossible for them. I mean, what do you, what do you think about Blizzard's stumbling recovery here? I don't know, man. I just it's kind of like Sony, but worse because it's like people's like lives and and things versus just like video games where it's like you just you you can't get out of your own damn way. It's like you mm-hmm. just you follow up a bad press with bad press with bad press. Um, you know, I know the the vaccine mandates by companies is they're starting to drop off, but you know the employees want them. Um, so it's just like it's just a real crap situation for I think everyone involved. It's tough for the company because while the you know the people who don't want to get vaccinated are louder than the people that are going cool. There's a vaccine mandate. I'll just go to work. So they're all quiet. So all they're here, all the company's hearing is a bunch of people going, "Well, I ain't coming back to work because I didn't get vaccinated. I ain't gonna get vaccinated." So what are you gonna do? So then they drop it, and now they're gonna. Now that they've made the decision and said that they're going to drop it, now they're going to hear finally from all the people that were happy with the vaccine mandate that are going to get pissed off. So now they're going, well, crap. If that's more people, we already told these other people that we're going to drop it, and now the bigger contingent is pissed off. So how yeah. do we win here? Like, there is no win. You, you Now you have lost. And you would exactly. think that they would be smart enough to know their 
employees and look at the number of people that were, you know, if they're requiring a vaccine, they should have record of how many people are vaccinated and ready to well, come and back like to work. Well, and like literally just hold a fucking vote. You know, worst yeah. case, go to a, vo- a vote. You could have figured that shit out before you did anything. Yeah. So simple. I, I, yeah, I don't understand. Like, I get the benefits of, um, you know, being in person, but I also, I, I don't get the concept of and I work in a creative field that deals with design I'm working on some app development I got developers in the US I got developers in India I got myself here I got industrial designers in the studio I'm working remotely we don't miss deadlines we don't yeah. we we can work just fine like you don't need to be in the room with someone to successfully navigate an issue or design a program or whatever yeah it's nice and all but so is a Zoom meeting. So I don't know. I just, like, I'm tired of hearing that excuse. But whatever. It is what it is. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, again, it's it's not really that important to, to us. That's like a, that's just a business thing. And a lot of people outside of Blizzard are dealing with that. These guys just can't seem to get good press is all. Yeah, definitely. Well, that does finish up the cast for this week, though. But we're not quite done because we are going to be going into a little Halo discussion right after this. There will be spoilers. So, you know, if you want to continue on, just know that we're going to be talking about what happens. Uh, honestly, it's probably not a show. I mean, if you're a diehard Halo fan, fine. But otherwise, I would imagine it's probably a show that you aren't going to be in love with so much that you don't mind or that you wouldn't want to hear spoilers for it. But I'll leave that up to you guys' judgment. But we'll go ahead and end the show off right here. So thank you very much, Muggin. You. And thank you very much, patrons and everyone listening to that right now. We really, really appreciate it. So we're going to go ahead and head over and talk about some Halo now. So peace. See you.